0: New U.S. sanctions on Iran took effect today, six months after President Trump pulled the U.S. out of the international nuclear deal.
1: The sanctions targeted Iran's shipping, financial, and energy
0: sectors, all key to the country's already struggling economy. The bombs, which the FBI referred to as improvised explosive devices, were sent to the FBI's bomb laboratory in Quantico, Virginia.
1: We're in Mexico again tonight as thousands of migrants try to find a faster way to the U.S. border. The White House says he's now getting help from the Mexican government. Making news out of Pittsburgh, Banana accused in the shooting at the uh, synagogue in Pittsburgh, is pleading not guilty, and he also wants a jury trial. He's facing a 44-pound So, In the final seconds before the Boeing 737 MAX crashed into the water, it was traveling at more than 500 kilometers an hour. All 189 people on board were killed.
0: You've now entered the house of mystery.
1: Crime, conspiracy,
0: history, and science. With your hosts, Al Warren, Mike Brown,
1: Julie Sav, Michael Butterfield,
0: Dr. Joseph Yusinski, and Michael Hawley.
1: Heard on KCAA 106.5 FM Los Angeles,
0: 102.3 FM Riverside,
1: and one hundred five oh AM Palm Springs.
0: Welcome to Crime and Forensics. I am your show host, Stephen David Lampley. Her name is synonymous with Hollywood stardom. You have seen her in the James Bond film, Diamonds Are Forever, alongside Sean Connery, and her many films and television shows have made her a household name. However, her biggest role may just be the pursuit of finding out the truth about what happened that night of Saturday, November 28th, 1981, the night her sister, Natalie Wood, came up missing and was later found deceased. I want to welcome Lana Wood to Crime and Forensics. Lana, it's truly an honor to have you with us, and thank you for taking time out of your day to talk with us.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm I'm delighted to be able to talk to you.
0: I would like to, if it's okay with you, let's just go ahead and get into this. Um,
1: Absolutely.
0: Now now, let's just do a little background so so our okay. listeners so our listeners know a little bit about you know the events that led up to that that night. Well, what was right. the relationship uh what was the relationship like between Natalie and Robert at
1: that time? Um, Natalie was working um, it was it was a time of change sorry about that dog um, It was a time of change for her because um, she was concerned about getting roles and working and finding the right roles to do um she was prepared to go back into acting you know more or less full time certainly with a with a complete heart um because she felt that she had already established her kids and um everything was was sort of going correctly so that she could she could continue with her career again. And um as far as how RJ felt about that, I don't know. You can probably answer me just as well as I can answer you, <laughs> the male ego. Um you know, it's it's tough when you've got one person that's more successful than another, and especially if it's male female, that uh that always enters into it. It's just something that is I think just a, a part of how uh, things have been ingrained as to women's roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think he was terrifically happy. So it wasn't that they were their relationship was bad at that time, um, but it was it was undergoing a change.
0: No, no, they were married before, is right, and that, that they were married and divorced, and then uh, they 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 got back together, right?
1: Did it again? Yep. <laughs> Yes, indeed.
0: Uh, now, Natalie's demeanor prior to that night, uh, was she happy? Was she, did she seem to be stressed? Uh, what, what was How was no, she acting?
1: No, no, not at all. Um, was she happy when well, she was working? So mm-hmm. she was in the middle of doing uh, a film with Christopher Walken. And um, so she was happy about that. Mm-hmm. They had just taken the, the holiday off. So the film was not completed, but uh, they had stopped filming for the holidays. Um, So she was, yeah, she was, she was fine. She was, she was feeling good and, and, uh, you know, very positive about what the future would bring. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she was, she was in good, in good spirits.
0: Now, she, she was afraid of the water. Was, Was going out on the boat something that was, was common for her?
1: Well, you know, it was RJ's love. He just he loved going out on on the boat. Um, so, you know, she tried to make it as homey as possible mm-hmm. and uh, Natalie was one and come to terms with what really troubled her. So, you know, she would go, I'm sure she, you know, she enjoyed it to an extent and mm-hmm. liked making it um, you know, a little home for her, <clears throat> but it was it was really RJ's love but. Natalie was more than afraid of water. I mean, she was terrified. Really? Terrified. Yeah. And, and her, to quote her in, on several shows, and obviously, um, you know, we had talked about it, and my, my mom and, and Natalie, um, she, she thought she was terrified of dark water because my mom, when she was growing up, she was raised in China. She was born in Russia, she was raised in China. And um, she had her fortune told. And this woman actually told her that she would have a child who would be world famous and beloved by all, but that she saw um, a death by drowning in deep dark water. Wow. So my mom was kind enough to share that information with us. That <laughs> so was something that always stayed with Natalie. Um, it didn't with me because I'm... I don't know, I just, um, I didn't really believe things like that. Yeah. So, but it really, it troubled Natalie always, and she was absolutely terrible. She didn't know how to swim. She wouldn't swim in her own pool. She wouldn't go in it. Wow. Yeah, she just did not, didn't like water. No, she didn't know how to swim at all.
0: Now, the that night that they were on, I believe the boat's name was the Splendor, if I, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah yeah uh, yeah yep. the the night that they were on the boat uh now who was she with that night on the boat
1: on the boat she had invited her co star for walking, and uh <clears throat> the uh, the man who sort of ran ran the boat and kept things in shape, they you know gave him uh, the title of captain uh Dennis deverne and uh, and r j that was it
0: now. I, I read the statement. or I've, I've, read, I've read several statements by Christopher Walken, who said that, and, 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 this, and the boat's captain as well, the skipper, whatever his his title. You said yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And both of them said that there was a uh, a fight or an argument between uh, Robert and Natalie. Do do you what what are your what do you know about there that? There were
1: actually there were two. There were there were two the night before. Um, Natalie got so upset. She wanted to leave the boat. She wanted to come home. Mm -hmm. And what she did is she asked Dennis to stay with her in, uh, in a motel on the island. She didn't even spend the night on the boat. She didn't want to be there Mm -hmm. and she wanted to come home. And then lo and behold, in the morning, she changed her mind and said, I'm going to, you know, go see if I can't make these things better so she didn't leave um she went back and that was the night that yeah they a big fight ensued evidently started when they were out to dinner on the island and um carried it over to the boat excuse me um yeah it was not it was not a it was not a happy evening
0: Okay, that's sort of what I picked up on on, on the parts that that, yeah. uh, that I yeah. read. Um, yeah,
1: R.J. had uh, become so furious that he became violent and picked up a, a wine bottle and literally dramatically broke a wine bottle, and you know was threatening with with the wine bottle. So it well, was uh, bad stuff going on. Very, very bad stuff. Um Christopher at that time said you know he was not going to get in the in the middle of any of this and he left he went to his his bunk his his room and went to bed and mm-hmm. um the Natalie uh Natalie said she'd had enough and she stormed off to their uh cabin and uh got ready for bed took a sleeping pill got ready for bed was in her Nightgown and uh, R.J. stormed in after drinking more. <clears throat> stormed in and continued the fight. And um, what's odd is people say, "Oh well, he couldn't. He didn't." It's odd because I don't know if you've ever seen the layout of of the uh, of the splendor, but the bedroom doors opened directly onto the rear deck. Mm-hmm. Um. It's you know it, it's not a step up it's not a climb around it's not if it, they open directly to the back of a um, according to Dennis which I certainly believe um, particularly now that uh, they have a a new corner with better methods and with a little bit more thorough in going over things that you know two people were fighting violently first in the room to the point where Dennis went to the door. And, and knocked on it and said, R.J., R.J., you know, what's going on? Can I do anything? And R.J. basically told him, you know, to mind his own business and shut the door. But he said that he appeared very disheveled, very, you know, angry, and just not in control at all. Mm -hmm. So then the, the fight was carried out onto the back of the boat, and at this point, Dennis started to walk around to go to the back of the boat because he heard them continue to fight. He turned up the music because R.J. was very concerned about anybody hearing anything, Um, as was Dennis. You know, it was a privacy, privacy. And so Dennis turned up the music, walked to the back of the boat, and only saw R.J. standing there, and said, where's Natalie? And R.J. answered him, she's gone. Hmm. And Dennis, you know, what do you mean she's gone? She's she's gone overboard. Let's turn on the lights. And R.J. would not let him. Turn on the lights or call the Coast Guard, Or anything. They Hmm. continued drinking. So now you've got it's just it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. There are two people on the back of a boat and suddenly there's just one. And then RJ said some very stupid and cruel things that could be farther from the truth of who Natalie is, which angers me equally. Um, He said, Oh, she probably went off to a party because she was that kind of woman. What? In a nightgown with wool socks, and, and, you know, and her face scrubbed clean. No, I don't think so. Natalie never <laughs> went to the mailbox unless she was fully dressed. No. Uh, I mean, seriously, you know, um, obviously she didn't go pick up her own mail, but you know what I'm saying. She, sure. she never went anywhere. Um, Natalie was, you know, a, a star. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just, you know, she, she was always concerned about, how people would perceive her, how she looked and what she needed to do and was very, very fan conscious and um, conscious of of her reputation. Um, So it just, it makes no sense to me that there were two people standing on the back of a boat and suddenly one's gone. You know, so explain that.
0: It sounds like he was, uh, from what you're saying, uh, Lana, it sounds like he was pretty calm about it all.
1: Um, I, that I don't know. That Um, I don't know, but he certainly didn't seem concerned. Yeah. yeah, He wasn't, he wasn't concerned at all. He said, no, no, don't do that. Don't let anybody else know. No, no, don't call. Exactly. (laughs) Don't turn on the lights. Nothing, you know.
0: Well, now, did he normally have, did did Robert, does he normally have a temper? Is that something that was common or? Was it rare?
1: That I wouldn't know because that's what goes on behind closed doors. Right. That I I don't know. Okay. Um, you know I really I really can't answer that honestly, so I won't even try to.
0: Well, now, so and you said a while ago that uh, now it's my understanding that that the ship's captain at one point initially at least uh, lied about the story, but then later changed his story.
1: Yes, he did lie. He did what R.J. told him to do. Um, mm-hmm. R.J. told him what to say, told Christopher what to say, said we've got to all be on the same page. This is it. This will, you know, make it easier for everybody. And uh he l- literally told Dennis what to say, and Dennis went along with it. And Christopher just clammed up. Christopher didn't speak for a very long time, and they had a very um, brief meeting. After Natalie's body was found, another thing that always really bothered me is why didn't RJ go to be next to his wife when her body was found? Why didn't he go? Why Mm -hmm. didn't you know? Why didn't he identify her? No, he sent Dennis. He left in in a helicopter. He, he, you know, they, they, they left. He and Christopher left to go back home and just left her there. (sighs) Horrible you think it's interesting I you know it just it makes me crazy <laughs> um I just think it's bizarre um I'm not comparing Natalie to a pet, but I had a cat that was hit by a car and was and his body was in the street they couldn't get me away from him and he right. was my cat just um, <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, people just don't do that. You go to be by your wife's side.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, almost, a, it's almost like a distancing effort there, it seems to me.
1: Immediately, yeah.
0: Now, I've, I've, I know that they've changed. We have a new, a new coroner, a new medical examiner in the case. and uh, Right. There, there was a new 10-page addendum to that, uh, to that autopsy and it uh it indicates that there's some well there are some changes based on on the new corner and some new information. Yes. Can you tell us what that is?
1: um well, they said that the bruising all over her body was um that of a someone who's being abused, not of someone bumping up against a rubber dinghy mm-hmm. um, This just didn't follow she also had a bruise mark in the center of her throat. Um, she had too many bruises. I mean, it was something ridiculous. It was like, it was all over. Um, indicative of of a fight. You know, yeah. Natalie was tiny. She was <laughs> teeny tiny. She was five foot two and, you know, weighed 105 pounds. Um, and it was just, it's obvious. Also, the... Um, the coroner also said that she had a full bladder and that what she had, what they found, the seawater that was found in her lungs, was actually sea foam and, you know, a small amount of, of water. But that um, she was quite possibly either unconscious or she was dead when she went into the water. Hmm, interesting. And then the Gucci, then you had the Gucci who went back and said, yes, he knows he, he didn't do you know shades of gray he just did black or white and it was a you know big celebrities involved and he he did a very uh you know quick autopsy minimal amount of anything and um said yeah he he did that he didn't do a thorough he didn't take you know look at her nail clippings they didn't do a rape kit they didn't there are lots of things that uh just weren't done wow yeah
0: well, now, did she have, according to part of what I read, of course, you can read anything. Uh, she had yes. an abrasion. <laughs> she had an abrasion on her left cheek. Was that is that correct? Is that based on what you know?
1: Yeah, she also had one on her forehead. Um, and she was bruised. Her arms were bruised. Her legs were bruised. Um, and as I say, right. Ready to pop the question? you know, in the center of her throat uh-huh. was also bruised. And um, just a, a round bruise that uh, were all fresh bruises.
0: But I've noticed that Robert Wagner has now been named uh, as a person of interest in the case yes. back, I think back yes. in February. And that sort of right. changes things, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it does. It changes a great many things. And uh, Lieutenant Karina from uh, the, the Sheriff's Department, has held conferences and asked if there's anybody who saw anything at all, not anything, you know, particularly, oh, I saw her being hit or anything, any little piece of anything that they saw, um, you know, some them walking out of the restaurant, them, you know, whatever, to please come forward that they have two new witnesses that are, Unwilling witnesses, they didn't come forward then, and they didn't come forward this time. But were actually trapped into making statements, and they they told the truth. And um, he just he wants anything and, and everything that anybody could have possibly seen, even if it seems irrelevant to that person, it may not be.
0: Well, that's true. And you know, I spent twenty one years myself as a as a police officer and undercover SVU detective for a period of time. And uh-huh. many, many times, Lana, you're correct, many, many times the the smallest piece of information that seems insignificant to the public can break a case flat, wide open. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I want to take – I'm going to say this at the end of the show, and I'm going to say it now because, because we're here talking about it. Right, any, right, we're We're broadcast in Los Angeles, and any of our listeners or, or anywhere, if you have yes. any information, if you saw anything, please anything. notify yeah. law enforcement and let them know. You may have – the tiniest tidbit of information that can yeah. solve this case. So please right. step forward. Please do. I also understand that they've changed the uh, cause of death on that autopsy to, uh, I believe it's drowning and other undetermined factors. Now, that's interesting.
1: That's correct. Yes. Well, because it wasn't simply drowning. Um, as mm-hmm. I said, the the new coroner, um, and I apologize, I cannot pronounce his name, to Save my life. Um said that she was either unconscious or was already dead when she hit the water. Mm -hmm. That things just don't add up. So, you know, and and the bruising. It was, you know, it it was too haphazard everywhere, too many. And uh, not consistent with, as I said, bumping up against a rubber dinghy. Sure. It's just, you know, the the whole story um, just never made sense to me. But it's so ugly. Natalie was was my lifeline. Um, you know, it was it was the two of us. Um, it's it's something that uh, will never be made right for me. And and her life was taken from her. Right. And she was lied about. And she I, I, I'm just <laughs> I, ah, it makes me crazy. It really is just so amazingly upsetting um you know i it just i i've been begging every every time i get a chance to do an interview or someone asks me for my opinion i've been begging rj to just talk to the police he's never spoken to them again you know other mm-hmm. than that night um he has never he has refused to speak with them they even uh, the two detectives uh, from homicide that were on the case that still are um, went to uh, Colorado to his home there, and he was. They were not allowed in. Uh, they gave them trouble even going into that area, um, and he's refused to speak to them every time they've tried. He has refused. Wow. <clears throat> and then his attorney comes out and says, "Robert Wagner has always been cooperative with police." No, he has not. He <laughs> spoke to them then on the day on the day that. It all came out, mm-hmm. but he has not spoken to them since. So in my feeling, if, if you truly have nothing to hide, why wouldn't you want to speak to them? Why wouldn't mm-hmm. want, you want to do everything you possibly could, even if it's simply clearing your own name? Yeah, well, that's but, true. You know, where, where is the love? Where was the caring? Where was the concern? Where It, it wasn't there, which really upset. Really upsetting. So, a lot of things. Yeah. There's so much going on in this case. It's it's scary.
0: And uh, something else that I found interesting that's that's different from the first uh, autopsy report was the statement that uh, how Natalie ended up in the water was quote not clearly established unquote. Right. When the, you know, right. That that really stood out to me. That re- that statement uh-huh. really stood out. Uh right. So you know that now now when where before there was an accidental drowning, now now they have realized that there's that there's mm-hmm. something else to this you know, the the fact that she may not have just slipped into the water or slipped into the dinghy, that there may be extenuating circumstances. And and to me, that statement was very significant
1: in that report. Yes, Um, it is. It is significant. Absolutely. Um, Well, you know, we have better methods now. We have more technology now. We have, you know, People that are, are doing their job and not simply saying, okay, yes, right, okay, that's good, cross it off the books, on to the next, um, mm-hmm. as Noguchi did. Um, yeah, it's just, <laughs> uh, there's so much to say, I don't even know where to start, but um, no, that, that is significant. And also, the police, the detectives, um, have been looking into this for years now. The case wasn't just reopened. It's been open for a while now. Mm-hmm. And they are thorough and they are, you know, it, I mean, it, it's, it's actually calling them idiots. If they're not doing their job. They are doing their job. They're mm-hmm. wonderful.
0: Well, it, it, having been a police officer myself, sometimes it takes a long time. It did. You know, you you can yep. only act on the information that you have, and and with each new each new piece of information you get, you you literally go back and look at the whole case over again, and so it, it does right. take time sometimes, unfortunately, uh, and unfortunately, it takes time longer in some than others. So uh, we will keep the faith that uh, that this case will be solved very soon, especially with the new witnesses and hopefully some new statements and some new some new evidence. Uh, right. Uh, where, Lana, where is, or what can you tell us? Uh, what are you allowed to tell us? Where is this case currently? What are we looking at?
1: Um, they're still looking for more information. They still have not revealed who the two new witnesses are um, and what the, the new information is, but the information that they have. Um, according to the detectives who used to come to my house to to keep me apprised of what was happening and what was being uncovered, um, they said they feel, they know that they have enough right now to arrest Robert Wagner and that it was the district attorney who said, no, needs more. So it's actually the district attorney who didn't take this farther.
0: Okay. So the, so the police feel like they have a, a solid case then?
1: Yes, they do. Absolutely.
0: All right, what are what are your thoughts about Robert Wagner?
1: Um I just wish he would be a man. I wish he would come out and tell the truth. I'm not in judgment of him. I'm not, I was not there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but I know that, you know, these things are possible for anybody. You can, it just crossing that, that fine line where I don't feel it was premeditated. I don't think it's planned and all that nonsense that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, comes out is, um, I, I don't know what it's just ludicrous, but, um, The facts is all I've ever dealt with, and I can't believe that he wouldn't want to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And to blame, what he does is he blames Dennis, uh, um, you know, all, anybody he possibly can. Um, I, I've come under fire. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't done anything. I'm wow. not dealing, nor have I ever, just so that you know. I'm not dealing with supposition. Mm-hmm. I know my sister I get better than I know myself because I could, I could view her um, in a different way than I view myself. Sure. Um, she would not do any of the things that he first claimed she did. Um, I don't know... It, You know, it's possible for, as I say, anybody at any time to just cross that line Mm -hmm. and something like this happens. You know, Um, as I say, I'm not judging him. I just I I want truth and honesty and he needs to stop making other people the fall guy. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm just saying this for money. Am I are you paying me a great deal of money to talk to you? I don't think so. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's um, I don't know, they've they've waged war. Um, I just, I feel for her children. I really do. And there again, as I started to get into earlier, it's so ugly to accept that this is what happened, that you don't want to. I had my head in the sand for years. It was Mm -hmm. always niggling at me, but I never said anything. I never proceeded with anything. I just, I just, you know, knew that Natalie wouldn't behave in the manner that he said. And, um, you know, that he was extremely jealous. He was, he was accusing Christopher Walken of having an affair with her. Um, I, I, I just wish he would tell the truth. I really do. And you now, and then what happens after that is, you know, not up to me or anybody else. And I'm sorry that, you know, this will, Hurt her kids even more, but uh, I think losing their mother was probably the worst pain. Um, sure, sure. You know, I, I think nothing of R. J. To tell you the truth, I don't. I don't feel um, an anger. I don't. Um, I don't feel any love. But I never have. So you know, I, uh, he was never. He was not my pal. I was in their house. I was with Natalie to be with Natalie because the two of us had planned because the two mm-hmm. of us were doing something or going somewhere or whatever it was. Um, so, I, you know, when, when she announced to the family at uh, an impromptu called dinner um, that she was remarrying RJ, the minute I could, I grabbed her and said, what on earth are you doing? Why are you doing this? And she said, because sometimes it's better to be with the devil you know than the devil you don't. And I said, wow, I don't accept that. I would have accepted. I, I love him still. I always have. Anything. But sometimes it's better to be with the devil you know. Wow. And I, that to me is not a, a reason that I would accept. I, I just would not accept it. You know. Anyway, that was, that was the second time around. Obviously, the first time around I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, had no feelings. It's odd, though. In, in looking back, which I've had to do, is uh, their first marriage when Natalie was, you know, barely over eighteen, and uh, I was a I was a little kid. I was sobbing so loudly during the ceremony that Natalie came over, put her arms around me, and said, "What is wrong?" <laughs> and I said, "I just lost you," and yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. It's it's
0: odd those things you know those uh, things that can happen. Sure, sure. But, well, you you know, and and you hit on that just a second ago, and I, I want to sort of expound on that a little bit. Things in life happen. You know, we yeah. don't intend for them to happen. They happen at the spur of the moment, and and we after it happens, we regret what we've done. You know. Sure. Uh, and and I, and I sort of maybe, of course, I'm 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 far removed from this case a, a lot because a lot farther than, than you are because you were Natalie's sister and and, and very right. close to everybody. But it, as you said a while ago, I, I can't help but maybe think that maybe the tempers flared and and they flared yeah. too much, perhaps. Um, right. And maybe something well, happened off. that I mean, should You know,
1: Dennis. Dennis was. Um, a witness to their fight, he said it sounded like furniture was being broken in the room. There was a, Uh-oh. it was bad. That's why he went to their door and said, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> knocked on the door and said, "What's going on?" Um, and it was obvious that the loud voices, which were heard by other people as well, on the back of the boat, they were, there was a fight going on, bad one. So you know, you can't can't discount that. Yeah, but yeah, as, as you were saying, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead.
0: No, no, I was just saying, you know, if, if, if indeed it was uh, as as we call it, in the heat of passion and, and tempers were flaring, you know, people make mistakes. People make grave mistakes yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And and that's and that's uh, that's life. But yeah, if if that's if that's the case, it's just a simple matter of saying, Hey, yeah, okay, that's what happened. Uh uh-huh. my temper got out of hand. You know, just 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 own up to it. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, but anyway, now our time is almost out, and let me tell you something. This show is open to you anytime you want to come back on. I will
1: heart, thank you. You thank just
0: you. let me you know. know. What? I'll
1: keep. I'll keep you posted. Yes, if anything changes or I get any new information, absolutely, I will contact you without you question. Know
0: you contact me and we, we will we will get you back on uh, post haste <laughs> we'll get you back on quickly <laughs> lovely and you're thank welcome you. here anytime because i i would like to see this case uh, the truth and the facts come out and, and let's put this uh, let's put this to rest for you and her daughters yes. and and the family
1: everybody Yep. thank you so much thank you thank you, you lana it's
0: it. a pleasure to have you on and you have a great day and welcome you're welcome back anytime Thank you. All right, I want to take just a moment uh, as we ended our interview with Lana and, again, reiterate to those of you who are listening to crime and forensics that sometimes just the smallest piece of information literally can break a case wide open and help solve it. Uh, A lot of people say, well, this is just... uh, tiny information and what I know really doesn't amount to anything please 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 let law enforcement decide if what you know is important maybe it's not but maybe it's the very little tidbit that they need to connect the dots to close this case so I plead with you if there's anything that you know anything that you saw or anything related to this case that you have that you've not notified law enforcement, please do so. Please go right now and notify them and tell them what you saw or what you know or what you heard. It may be the very piece of information they need to break this case. Thank you.
1: This has been a production of something with media. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com.
0: Show's over for now.